the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Monday. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Monday, but it's not just any Monday. Oh, no, it's not. Tomorrow is the primary in New Hampshire. That little tiny state full of granite is even more important now, supposedly, than it ever was before, even though I'm not really sure how many presidents actually uh, uh, became presidents uh, from winning the New Hampshire primary. I'm not exactly a historian in that because um, because it does go back and forth so much. But anyway, um, they are there tonight in Manchester, what my extended family calls Manch Vegas. They are there tonight rolling the dice, blowing on the... The dice as they roll it and crack. Can you tell I'm not a gambler? I'm trying to come up with Vegas gaming analogies, but they are there making their case tonight in Manchester. President Trump is there, even though I think we could kind of say he's kind of a lock for the nomination. Didn't stop some people from throwing their hat in the ring, trying to roll the old dice or die, if you will. Hey, glad to have you guys here with me tonight. We're going to talk about what's going on in Manchester, Manch Vegas and New Hampshire as well as other news, even news that's happening out here in California. We're going to keep you guys up to speed on all of that. There was actually even breaking news today in terms of the budget that was pa- uh, that was presented today, which really when the president presents a budget, it's really a show of his priorities and what he wants uh, to lay out uh, for the nation financially. So we've got Curtis Ellis. He's been on before. He was a, a part of the Trump team in terms of crafting economic policy. He's going to be here to talk about that. We'd love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. There was some shocking poll numbers coming out of Quinnipiac going into the New Hampshire polls today. Y'all know what I think about these polls. It's just so much about trying to push a narrative in order to affect voters in their minds. But I do think that some of it's interesting because it's not really looking good for Joe Biden. So my question for you guys, if you feel like chiming in, is at this point, whether we're talking about the importance of Iowa, whether we're talking about the importance of New Hampshire and whether or not they are, at this stage, coming off of the impeachment, when you see the record of success that we're going to talk about in a little bit with Curtis Ellis, when you see the record of success from this president, it defies any rational thinking why anybody why he why anybody would even think that they can challenge him. It should be such a lock, particularly the success that he's brought to the minorities in this country. And so my question for you guys out there is, are there really any undecideds anymore out there? I mean, are we just so galvanized as a nation with people that either get it and appreciate what President Trump was going to do when he came in as an outsider and what he's done? Or those that are just so blinded with hate against President Trump and or so enamored with the falsehood and the lies that is socialism and Marxism and communism. Are there any in the middle of the road left? And can they be swayed by either side? 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Join if you want to follow us on Facebook. We stream uh, every night here at 6 p.m. Pacific time on the Answer San Diego's Facebook page. 
And you can also join a little group called the Caniacs. That's where really cool, conservative, crazy conservative friends of a certain gal named Andrea Kay like to hang out on Facebook. Hey, the man who keeps it all rolling every night of the week, rolling the dice, among other things, is DJ Carrotsticks. So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrotsticks. I had a great weekend, AK, but I'm happy to be back here and having you pe- uh, tell the people what's up. And we get up-to-date news, unlike the Iowa caucus. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you see the guy, <laughs> the poor guy, the head of the Which poor uh, guy? Uh, Iowa Democratic <laughs> Party was giving a, a speech today or talking today and the sign fell off on the podium? <laughs> That's so metaphorical. It's hilarious. And I, my question, no one really brought it up. How did Buttigieg declare he was the winner before they had the mm-hmm. the results in. Yeah, oh, good question. A question nobody the question that you and I talked about on the show when that happened, but nobody's bothered to follow up. Uh, you know, uh, I, there were suspicions. See, with President Trump, it doesn't matter how harebrained, how ridiculous the accusation, he's automatically guilty. Here we can have a dude named Buttigieg who was nowhere in the polls anywhere go into Iowa. Declare himself the winner when it's still in such a disarray that people are hysterical and MSNBC is calling it a fiasco and he's declaring the winner and then come to find out that the reason why it's a fiasco supposedly is an app that was meant to count the votes, an app that was uh, paid for in part by his campaign and run by the spouse of one of his staffers. And yet we're not we're supposed to just keep keep looking the other way and just, you know, ignore all that. Ignore all that. And now, finally, the ultimate results have been found. And um, they finally, I think, they held out a little over time. And they finally got to 97%. I think they were still pushing Buttigieg as the winner. Uh, now they finally came out and said that it was Sanders. And, you know, really, um, that's what it was all about. The Democrat Party has been trying to do everything that they could to try to stop Sanders from once again getting the nomination. But it's like I talked about Friday. It's not because they're not on board with the insanity that is the Marxist message, the plan to centralize the government and give full power to people like Bernie Sanders, who and his wife were never properly investigated for the fraud and the grafting that were, were going on with them two as a couple. This is a guy who's never worked anywhere. He's been in Congress for how many years and he owns how many mansions? You know, where's the investigation into his finances and what's been going on there? Um, it, it will be interesting to see some getting into some poll numbers going in and and uh, into this New Hampshire it, 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 primary a couple of things was at play, I think, clear that nobody's been willing to be honest about. I, I, uh, the Bernie bros are. You know, there's infighting. There is shooting amongst themselves. It is as ugly within the Democrat Party right now as it was over the weekend in Portland with Antifa. Something else that nobody's willing to talk about. So much of, of what went on is uh, the Democrat Party was trying, in part with delaying the impeachment and keeping them all there for five days, was supposed to give Joe Biden more time to wow the people in Iowa. You know, this guy who's supposedly so warm, according to Meghan McCain, he's just such a consoler and he's just got such an amazing heart. And if you just get one on one with him, you can just see what an amazing man he is. And and it was just supposed to work so much to his benefit. This Buttigieg Sanders shootout in Iowa wasn't supposed to happen. It was supposed to be all about Joe. But then, unfortunately, quid pro Joe can't stop himself from the knee jerk reaction of showing who he really is whenever he's challenged by anybody on the campaign. And in, in, in fact, everybody's talking today about the latest. And listen to this. I don't know if you heard this, DJ Karastik. 
president. You weren't burdened down by the impeachment trials. So how? <laughs> in the participation. So how do you explain the performance in Iowa, and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? Iowa's a Democratic caucus. There been no caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lion dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were. But you're, now you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to be honest? I'm going to be honest with you? What's that? First of all, what's a, what's a lying dog-faced pony soldier? But let's back up a little bit because he gets challenged by a young girl. Does anybody know? Nobody's talking today about Everybody's played that clip all day long and laughed about and, and, and cringed while the crowd laughs and then mocked Joe Biden. I'll get to that in a minute. But nobody's been, nobody's been asking about who this young girl was. 21-year-old girl, obviously nervous, stands up at the microphone, shaking. A Democrat, young girl, in the room with what was supposed to be the front runner for the Democrat nomination, given an opportunity of a lifetime if you're a young Democrat girl. You're being told that this is the party of women. You're being told that they care about women's rights. You're being told that this is the party of me too, that it's the Republicans that have waged a war against women and are disrespectful to women. And you've got an opportunity to ask a man that you look up so much, the former vice president of the United States of America, this young girl grow up during the Obama administration, probably just with just such admiration and love for that administration. So she dares to ask a question, which he should have been excited to answer because it should have given him an opportunity to explain. She teed it up for him. You could tell by her nerves that she had such respect and admiration for him. And she wanted to give him an opportunity to answer about why he struggled in Iowa and why he should still be the nominee. And instead of thanking her for the question because it gave him an opportunity to give an answer that would galvanize voters behind him, he attacks her. He mocks her. He could tell by her age she hadn't been to a caucus before. He zeroed in in an area where he could then exploit her and crush her. He humiliated her. Everybody's been talking today about, you know, what, how off the rails mentally he is for the fact that he, you know, in the MSNBC and all these people are trying to prop him up and saying he was joking. He went full on John Wayne. Let's correct a record. John Wayne never said this in a movie. He said at one point in one movie, there were dog face soldiers, but he's never used the line, lying dog face pony soldier. That's never been done. But it doesn't matter. That's not the story. The story here is of an old man who does represent the Democrat Party, who in the moment decided to humiliate a young girl who asked a very honest question. She goes on to say at one point, I'm a 21-year-old college student. Oh, no, she's, even before that, she, you know, she admits that she hadn't been there before, but she didn't want that to be, to be, you know, since she felt it was a reasonable question, you know, she didn't want that... You know, um, she said uh, she felt that it was irrelevant whether or not she'd been to a caucus and she wanted him to answer her question. She said he's been performing poorly in the race. And she says that the fact that he couldn't just straight up answer my question without bullying or intimidating just exacerbates that fact. This is a bigger story today than what a lot of people are talking about. The Republican Party should be seizing on this. When has President Trump ever attacked a young girl on a campaign trail like this? DJ Sticks, have you ever seen anything like this? No, it's crazy. He just—he's he, a name caller, and, and in this day and age, to refer to a woman as a dog, even if it's a quote from a movie, 
A dog, a lying dog faced pony soldier completely humiliated her. And obviously, she doesn't know the movie quote, even if it is from a movie. She's 20 some years old. She doesn't know a John Wayne movie. Yeah. You know, she's like, I'm like a, I'm a 21 year old college student. Like, what the hell do I know? Who cares who I am or my experience? Just answer the damn question. Well, you know what? It's crap like this. It's crap like this. And shame on everybody around her, all you other Democrats who laughed and mocked this young girl. The Republican Party should be playing in this, and the Trump campaign should be playing this, adding this to an ad, and playing it all the time. Because it doesn't matter whether it's not Joe Biden. The fact that everybody else laughed there, this is the Democrat Party. Just like at the Oscars last night. Lowest rated ever. Because they want, they want all these actors and these, to get up there and virtue signal and talk about how they care. They're speaking for the voiceless. Really? Speaking for the voiceless? What was the last award show where one of your actresses got up there and bragged about the, how she killed her baby, her unborn child, so she could get a movie role? You know, you're not the voice for the, uh, for the voiceless, okay? Getting, uh, uh, getting into a little bit in this poll here. So there's, there's a poll going into, into New Hampshire that shows that, that Joe Biden has seriously dropped, I think, 50-something points maybe with um, almost 30, vo- 30 points with the African-Americans between Iowa and New Hampshire. Um, I'm not sure I'm buying this poll. A lot of conservatives are talking about this tonight, about how Biden had dropped. So, oh, shocking poll numbers. Biden has dropped from 52 to 27 percent with, with African-Americans since the Iowa caucuses. Why would they have dropped? Why, what, what would the Iowa caucuses would have made black people suddenly, suddenly leave Joe Biden and suddenly go to Mike Bloomberg? Anybody buying that? Anybody buying anything at all with the Democrat Party right now? There is nothing. And let me tell you that if you can clearly see the way in 2016 in which they stole the nomination away from away from Bernie at the at the time to give it to Hillary. And now they're blatantly attempting to steal and play electioneering with their primary this year. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up the story on the other side of the break. Talk a little bit about Trump in New Hampshire tonight. Um, There was a major win last Friday in the courts for President Trump that nobody's talking about. And I'm excited to share that story with you because nobody else is talking about it. So um, we got more to talk about. Oh, and Bill Barr made a major announcement today you guys are going to love as well. So come on back. More great news. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. 
Now Carl DeMaio says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMaio told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro-life legislation. Issa strongly supported legislation to ban late-term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl Issa will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl Issa. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl Issa for Congress. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. Here's what our payroll customer, Laura, thinks about us. Patriot Software and their amazing team are a crucial part of our business. They handle the details of payroll and tax payments, so we can focus on delivering exceptional customer service to our own clients. Patriot's payroll is affordable, easy to use, and it keeps us organized. They're receptive to their customers and strive to demonstrate that each day. Without a doubt, we will be using their payroll services for many years to come. Thank you, Patriot Software. Five stars. Go to PatriotSoftware.com to get your payroll pricing for up to 100 employees. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice, Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You are not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah. This here's a jam for all, all the, the fellas. fellas. Those ladies tell us. Okay, I got it back to my show. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Man, I wish I was in Manch Vegas tonight. 
that Trump rally was absolutely amazing. Guess what he did tonight? He is feeling his bones, baby. He's he's feeling his beans, as we say in my family. He's coming off so, <laughs> so much of he is uh, uh, com- <laughs> coming off. Well, he's coming off such an amazing. Incredible week of success from the impeachment uh, that he was acquitted of to the amazing uh, State of the Union address that he gave, economic revolt, uh, results. He came out with his budget today that I'm going to talk about with Curtis Ellis in a little bit. There was also some amazing news. In a minute, I'm going to tell you some sights and sounds of what some people are hearing on the ground there in New Hampshire. Um, but i got to tell you guys some amazing news because I don't know why this didn't get more play. There's been so many different fronts in which the president has been under attack in which they have gone to try to remove him from office, just the latest of which was this impeachment nonsense involving uh, people trying to, uh, I mean, a, a colonel, a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army got together with some people in the NSC and tried to overthrow the U.S. government. It, it, what was trending today was something about I stand with. I don't know what it was about Colonel Venman. I was disappointed today to find out that uh, while he was escorted out Friday, he is going to have a gig over at the, at the U.S. Army War College. How many times have I talked about how politicized the DOD has been? Apparently tonight... Uh, take heart, though, because tonight in New Hampshire, Vice President Pence said it's going to take four more near years to drain the swamp. This was not going to be done overnight. But God bless President Trump for being in there, like he said last week, thanking his family, because they have come after him from so many different fronts, from the Russian hoax to, you know, this this latest with the with um, this Ukrainian abuse of power stuff. Another way they've gone after him is trying to get at his taxes, trying to get at his businesses. There have been lawsuits that were filed, three lawsuits that were filed, one of which that had to do with the emoluments clause. I don't want to get too into it, but basically the emoluments clause is really about somebody not supposedly using the presidency to line their pockets and to, you know, become then they'll be on the take with foreign governments uh, kind of thing. I mean, basically what it says is no person holding any office or profit or trust under the United States shall without the consent of Congress accept any present emolument office or title of any kind whatsoever from any king, prince or foreign state. They're saying that people staying from other governments in Trump's hotels is a violation of the emoluments clause. That's absolutely ridiculous. Two hundred and something. Democrats uh, filed a lawsuit against it, and a three-person District Circuit Court of Appeals on this past Friday, two Republicans, one Democrat, all three of them shot this down. And I quote, the members, meaning all these Democrats, I think it was over 200 Democrats filed this, the members can and likely will continue to use their weighty voices to make their case to the American people, their colleagues in the Congress, and the president himself all of whom are free to engage that argument as they see fit. But we will not, indeed, we cannot participate in this debate. In other words, you Democrats are trying, without standing, just coming to the courts, trying to get us to go after a president that you don't like. That's basically what they're saying here. This is not a case of where the entire Democrat Party through the House passed some vote. I mean, they, you know, they're just basically they're judge shopping and going to courts, using the courts to do their bidding, to legislate from the bench. In this case, just like they've been using the NSC to try to remove Trump from office in a variety of different ways, using the FBI and the DOJ. They've been trying to use the courts to, you know, um, act on their behalf. And this court shot them down. Some of the arguments that were used by the Department of Justice, this is going to they're not going to stop, though. The Democrats aren't. And the Department of Justice is arguing that um, that 
clauses like the emoluments clause should be interpreted narrowly um, that and that they don't prohibit the kind of normal transactions. You know, I mean, what's pre- what was President Trump supposed to do? He's not taking a salary, right, to work as a president. He, he Was he supposed to shut down all of his hotels, his properties all around the world? Man has a $6 billion a year business. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. So anyway, big loss there uh, for the Democrats. A little bit of what's happening up in Manchester in the rally tonight. I found this fascinating because... Uh, there's so much speculation as to whether or not President Trump, does he still have his base of support? Have people peeled off after the impeachment? Is he able to bring in new people? And so I found it fascinating that this NBC reporter is there at the rally and a couple of her comments. Um, one of the things that she said is that there is an assumption that because only 50% of Americans own stock, that a soaring stock market won't matter to most. But here and in Iowa, she says, voter after voter specifically mentioned their 401k. She says it's why Trump includes 401ks in his stump. It not only gets big cheers, it resonates. She goes on to say she walked up and down uh, the Trump arena to find new voters. She says all were on board in 2016 and still on board today. So he's not peeling. He's not losing people like they want you to believe that 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 Trump voters are turned off. I mean, why would they be turned off with it with, with what he's fulfilled so far? The agenda items, promises made, promises kept, and they and they're smart enough to realize how much more would have been done if they've not been facing the Mitt Romney establishment never Trump or Wayne that's just as bad as Nancy Pelosi oh yeah and the Democrats doing everything they can to remove him from office she goes on to say that um, uh, one hated the DNC what the DNC did to Sanders and now she's voting for Trump another stayed home in 2016 but is now full Trump another one says it's about the economy it's been great to him his 401k is on the rise she says I heard that a lot the economy and my 401k she says each credited Trump entirely with it So this nonsense that they're trying to put out there, that this is related to Obama, the voters are buying it. They're too smart for that nonsense. She goes on, one one to say, one told me that if the stock market does tank, he would reconsider his his support, but the rest wouldn't. A slowdown is overdue anyway. Um, um, Somebody said, here's a little joke. If Joe Biden came out to a crowd like this, he'd say it's great to be here in Florida. (laughs) And uh, then Don Jr. said on stage that in another life he wants to come back as the son of a Democrat because then you can do whatever you want. But what really got everybody's attention tonight, showing that Trump was full of his beans, was a little bit of this. Who remembers this poem back from 2016, DJ Kirstis? Do you remember a little tome called The Snake? You remember it? No, I do not. You don't. I don't know how. You, well, there were so many amazing moments from 2016, but the fact that tr- President Trump trotted this out just tells you how phenomenal that he is feeling tonight. And we're going to take you to break playing a little bit of the snake. Ready? So important, illegal immigration. On her way to work one morning, down the path, along the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor half-frozen snake. (laughs) His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried. I'll take you in, and I'll take care of you. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Sighed 
the vicious snake. <laughs> she wrapped him all right. up all cozy Now, y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Curtis Ellis to talk about the uh, Trump's budget that he put forth today. He's on the ground, I think, in New Hampshire, so we're going to get his opinion on what he's expecting to hap- happen tomorrow. Uh, we might play a little bit more of that snake when we come back, so don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. Wouldn't you love to give your child, grandchild, niece, or nephew a high-quality private education? How about for half price? Well, the answer San Diego's half-price tuition is back. You can choose from tons of private schools, preschool, high school, even college, all registering for the 2020 and 2021 semesters. You could even save thousands of dollars like these happy families. I looked into half-price tuition, and he will be attending a school because we were able to take advantage of the half-price tuition. We appreciate everything that you guys did for us, and we're happy that time came together for our family. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Pick the school you want, then call us at 858-535-1210. That's 858-535-1210 so you can lock in your half-price tuition. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com right now to see all the schools participating. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com, TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This is Hugh Hewitt, heard weekday mornings at 3. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 here in San Diego. That means you get Gallagher, Prager, Gorka, Schneider, Elder, K, Horn, Martin, and me, Hugh Hewitt, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. It turns out Nancy Pelosi was right on one thing. The Democrats should not have pursued impeachment in an election year. Now President Trump has won on both the law and the politics of the impeachment battle. The 2020 election will again be about turning out a candidate's base rather than winning the middle. Trump especially has devoted himself fully to turning out and winning his base. Meanwhile, the Democrats, split between progressives and moderates, are still looking for their base. Without question, the Democrats' move to impeach the president has stirred up Trump's base more than theirs. The Trump team successfully argued that the relatively weak impeachment case brought in an election year was, in effect, an effort to take away the people's vote. On the heels of impeachment, the president's approval rating is up. Democrats now pay a high price for their political miscalculation. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by texting VISION11 to 350-350. But I'm really busy. A text only takes seconds, and the LASIK procedure... 
procedure typically only takes 15 minutes. And best of all, most patients can get back to work the following day. I had no idea. The LASIK Vision Institute uses the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision. We've performed over 1.3 million procedures. That's experience you can trust. And we're offering 20% off our already low-cost services. What's that text again? Text VISION11 to 350-350. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-11 to 350-350 to schedule your free consultation today. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You know, I think it was uh, Eelhead himself. We were talking about him uh, last Friday on the show, James Carville, who said, It's the economy, stupid. And we were just reading some tweets out from some NBC reporter who was up in New Hampshire going through the crowd saying, it's You know, Trump ain't lost anybody. These are all Trump supporters. In fact, he's brought in people that she was said were Democrats. And so many of them over and over and over said it was the economy. They were giving him full credit for it. And they loved, they understood that it wasn't about Obama. That And uh, not only that, but when the Democrats want to tell you that uh, the stock market and the stock market uh, rallies that we've had recently, it's gone up and down a little bit with the coronavirus, but that it, it, no, that voters don't care about the stock market. That's just for the big one percenters, and that's not true. Well, joining me now uh, to discuss New Hampshire and what's happening there, as well as Trump's budget that he put out today, is none other than Curtis Ellis. He's the policy director with America First Policy. He was also a senior policy advisor with the Donald J. Trump presidential campaign in 2016, and he knows money, money, money. And he joins me now. Hey, Curtis Ellis, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. It is so great to be back with you, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. So, um, boy, where do we start? Um, let's start with New Hampshire. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's supposedly such shocking Quinnipiac poll numbers coming in that Biden has done a face plant and hit the dirt. I don't think that's really news to anybody. <laughs> um, do you think that the live for your die state, are they ready to uh, vote for uh, suicide of socialism? Uh, I don't think so. I tell you what, they are not. I have been stomping around Iowa and New Hampshire for the last two weeks where the candidates are stumping. And I've been talking to the voters. I have not been sitting in a Washington bubble or sitting in a radio studio with a baseball cap on while people feed me pre-canned information. I have been talking to the people who are casting votes. Now, what we learned in Iowa is it's not the people who vote that count. It's who counts the votes. And in Iowa, nobody counts the votes, but I talked to the voters. And (laughs) these were level-headed people, professional people, people who have jobs. And... Some of them were telling me, look, I am registered this time around as a Democrat, so I can cast a ballot in this uh, multi-party, pardon me, multi-candidate field, even though in 2016 I was voting Republican because that's where all the candidates were. And I am looking for a moderate because I don't want the socialist revolution. I'm tired of candidates like Sanders and Warren who are yelling at me all the time. I'm thinking of voting for Klobuchar. But I tell you what, I agree with President Trump's policies. He's done some good things. The economy's doing well. And I even talked to Bernie people who clearly are revolutionaries, and they compare their candidate, Bernie Sanders, to President Trump. They say, we need to blow up the establishment. The Democratic Party establishment is a cartel. It is a self-serving, 
cartel that is dealing itself, and this was before the whole app thing blew up, it's just a bunch of insiders in Washington who have rigged the system and are not serving the people. And we need to break up this corruption. And they themselves compared Bernie Sanders to President Trump. What President Trump did in 2016 was break up the Washington establishment, shake it up. That's why they have been seeking revenge on him ever since. And these Sanders people say they want to do the same thing to the Democratic Party. Of course, they want to do it by having a Bolshevik revolution. Slight difference there, but they see some similarities. Well, it's it's a very interesting development. Well, it is. And what I find interesting about the comparisons is what they're trying to do and what the Bernie Sanders uh, campaign is trying to do. A couple of things. Let me back up. Um, One of the reasons why it has been about trying to destroy President Trump personally with the name calling of homophobic and transphobic and and all of that is because they know that, that his economic message is a winner. So they have to make it be about character and integrity, which is hilarious coming from the Democrat Party. The party of Harvey right. Weinstein and the and, and all the rest, uh, um, but also, yeah. but but in terms of of similarities, what they're trying to say now is that not just similarities in terms of of breaking up the establishment, which is interesting because Bernie Sanders has been in the establishment and been in Congress, you know, how many decades longer than I've been alive? Um, but they're been a but they're right, but they're also saying Curtis Ellis that that it's that Trump is also a socialist, and it's just a, and, and the only thing different now between Bernie Sanders and Trump is the type of socialism. Your response? What? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, they're they're just out, out of it, out of it, out of it. Now here in New Hampshire, what I found is people are jumping ship from Biden faster than if you said you're on a royal cruise line and you yelled coronavirus. <laughs> they are his 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 support is collapsing by the minute. The air is going out of the balloon. I talked to again some. We were we've been going around in a, in an RV in a bus with it says capitalism creates socialism takes the whole bus is wrapped. We've been going around to various uh, Democratic uh, Party uh, Democratic candidate events, and so we found some Klobuchar people and some Buttigieg people, right? And both of them said we don't want a socialist revolution. We want somebody who can beat Trump. That's that's what they said. They didn't even care about the policies, right? It's like, we don't. Hey, what, what do you like about Mayor Pete? Oh, he's a nice guy. He talks nice. What do you like about Klobuchar? She's even-tempered, and she's not yelling at me all the time. What about the policies? Well, they're nice people. Well, what about Biden? I mean, he's the moderate, supposed to be electable, to a person. They all said, we. and these are older voters, too, senior citizen voters. You would think they were engineered in a laboratory to be the Biden voter. They said, we never considered voting for Biden for a moment. Wow. Nice guy, past his prime. Can't yeah. get it done. I think that Trump would just eat him alive. Well, I don't know. They must not have seen the dog face pony, uh, lying dog face <laughs> pony soldier video because that little girl, that 21-year-old girl, God bless her for speaking up. Uh, because she talked about how humiliating it was to be treated that way. And I, I think the Republicans should be talking more about that. I, I didn't get to hear Trump tonight. I wish he had talked about it because I think we could reach more young women if they realize that this this Democrat Party is lying to them when they say that it's the party of young women. There is no respect uh, to women at all in the Democrat Party. The reason why they're saying that there's that uh, Bernie Sanders is now saying specifically that that both he and Trump are socialists, just different versions of it, is because Trump supposedly took 
$800 million in tax breaks and subsidies. And I think it's important. One of the reasons why he's able to get away with that is that we're not teaching the basics of economics anymore to people. They don't understand how taxes work. Tax breaks are not, that's not the same as socialism, Curtis Ellis. That's just letting somebody keep more of their own money. No, socialism of Bernie Sanders is concentrating power in the hands of the government. These are the people, the government, the Democratic Party wants to run your health care. They can't run a voting system, and uh, a caucus in Iowa. They, they, they say, and this is the contradiction of Bernie Sanders, oh, the big business is bad, the big corporations is bad. And what's the solution? I'm going to have one big corporation, and it's going to be called the government. I mean, that's what yeah. socialism is. <laughs> yeah. The government runs everything. How yeah. is that going to work out? When you got one company running everything, you can't fire any of them. If you get rid of one of them because they're insubordinate like Vindman, everybody goes crazy. Yeah. Right? You can't fire these people. It's one, there's no competition. It's one government. And the jobs are handed out on the basis of if you've got political connection and poll. I mean – and what's and up here to New Hampshire? I went to Massachusetts. The driver of my car told me they used to be the toll takers in Massachusetts would buy million dollar homes. The they would send you if you did not have a receipt for when you paid the toll on the highway, you would get a ticket for fifty dollars in the mail two weeks later because they would pocket the tolls and then they get paid wow. overtime and they'd be retiring with million dollar homes. He got his driver's license for an 18-wheeler, had never set foot in a car before when he was 17. He got the license because he knew somebody in the back room who stamped the license and gave it to him. That's government corruption. That's the way it works when you have a one-party state like Massachusetts. And that's how it would work under Bernie Sanders socialism. Well, and we everything see, would be on political connection. Well, and we see everything. We see that happening. Actually, I saw it happening in New Orleans firsthand. When you see that, when you see uh, that's what the low cost housing projects were all about. They just transferred one, you know one group of society from one plantation to the next and set them up in these these little Marxist societies. You know, little these low cost yeah. housing projects, and then they're then they're on the dole everywhere. And they're yeah yeah you've got you've you've got a roof over your head and you've got you're being handed out food stamps and this and that and that that is what marxism's all about and they were completely oppressed and kept down and and didn't see ever see any way out it was it, but they had a roof over their head you know and um people need to wake up let's talk a little bit about the budget that president trump put out there today i thought it was absolutely that the left was hysterical it was trending all day on twitter trump wants to wants to cut off grannies he wants to get rid of social security program and, and any um you know um safety net programs and that's absolutely not true uh, what what happens is in in government is once you start a program even the smallest little cut the left can't stand i think tell me your thoughts on the budget and the key points today what president trump put out yeah if you cut the growth of a program that's considered a cut and that's absolutely ridiculous what the president is doing is modernizing the medicare the payment scheme lowering the, uh, the cost of prescription drugs. And since Medicare won't be paying out as much in prescription drugs because the drugs are going to be cheaper, they translate that into a cut in Medicare. And that's absolutely ridiculous. I think one of the most exciting things in this budget is we're seeing a 12% increase in the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA. Look, we are living We have been living for the last 50 years off the technological advances that came from putting a man on the moon in the Apollo program. 
Now we have a new program called Artemis, Apollo's twin sister in Greek mythology. Artemis program is to put a man and a woman on the moon, permanent moon base that will yield incredible technological advances, will be not just a jumping off point for a mission to Mars, but it will give us the high frontier, controlling the space, the, the area, the, that territory between the moon and the earth. It'll be clean energy, space-based solar energy beamed back to earth that will solve the pollution problems. We have clean manufacturing in outer space, high-speed communication, and incredible national security. We will be able to pinpoint anything on earth that will protect us, that we can protect our nation. It's absolutely essential to maintain our commercial, technological, and national security supremacy in the 21st century. China is already on the way there. For a permanent base on the moon, there is water on the moon. There are minerals on the moon. These, these can be mined robotically, manufactured into products, and shipped back to Earth. We can clean up our environment. They can, you want to talk about, if it, just for the sake of discussion, if you want to talk about climate change and solving climate change, we do it with new technology, not by going back to living in teepees the way AOC wants to do. It's by going yet further and leapfrogging into the future. Well, it's an incredible advance that has to be done, not talked about enough. And that's why I'm talking about it now. Well, I'm glad that you are because you're right. Nobody's talking about it. Um, What I love uh, about his budget plan, before I have to let you go, that it would overhaul the role of the education department. I would love to see the education department just completely gone. It's going to reduce its staff and administrative cost and empower states and districts to decide how to best use federal funds to meet the needs of their students. Um, I love that. Um, I love that. Free our students from failing government schools. It opens up opportunity zones as well. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off no, there, Andre. Go ahead. Well, I was also going to point out um, another, uh, the, the deepest cuts come to the EPA, which is absolutely, we're talking about climate change. A 26% reduction in funding, the elimination of 50 programs that are wasteful. And, you know, because once you start a government, once you start a department, it just grows. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like weeds, and it doesn't matter whether or not it provides any value. We got this EPA, yet we had the Colorado River that what that was, uh, you know, completely the entire river. I can't even remember what color it was. There was so much waste going into it. It's just completely wasteful. Part of the problem is once you have a department and it continues to grow, there's people on the payroll, and those people on the payroll vote, and they're going to vote to keep themselves a job, and that's part of the problem. So we could sit here on this budget all day long. I know that it's just an ask. It's basically a president laying out his priorities. I love what his priorities are here. It's about increasing the military. It's about cutting. It's about preserving programs that we need to have that people have been paying in, like Social Security. It's about, you know, the the government, its role, its role as it was intended primarily, um, without doing harm to people with any of the cutbacks. Wrap us up, Curtis Ellis. Look, this is about a new vision for government where government serves the people instead of people serving the government. And that's why Donald Trump is going to win in November. That's why he's winning more votes in New Hampshire. He lost New Hampshire by about 2,000 votes last time. I predict he's going to win this time. Everywhere I go, people are saying, who are you with? And when I say Trump, they say, I wish you had told me that sooner. I would have been nicer to you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so so much for being here. Tell everybody real quick the website for the pack. 
Yes, it is AmericaFirstActions.org and AmericaFirstPolicies.org. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, AmericaFirstPolicies.org is our website. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. we got more to come up here on the Andrea K. Show. And if you guys join the group, The Caniacs, yet, go to Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Caniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. See y'all over there. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. In the race for Congress, there's only one proven conservative trusted by Mike Huckabee to champion our values. Trump conservative Daryl Issa. This is Mike Huckabee. I know Daryl Issa. He's a good man and the right man for Congress. He's principled and proven. Unlike some Republicans in this race, Daryl is reliable, conservative, deeply pro-life, and proudly pro-Trump. I know for a fact that President Trump trusts Daryl and can rely on him. Daryl will help the president build a wall and secure our borders. And that's why the National Border Patrol Council, with 18,000 agents who defend our homeland, have endorsed Daryl Issa for Congress. National Right to Life endorsed Daryl because they know he'll defend life, champion the rights of the unborn, and stand up to the pro-abortionist in Washington. Join me, Mike Huckabee, and conservatives everywhere supporting Daryl Issa. I'm Daryl Issa, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Issa for Congress. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks in higher today. Both the S&P 500 and NASDAQ close at record levels. Wall Street, you see, looking beyond the coronavirus and the concerns there. And even if it cuts first quarter GDP to only 1.2% as predicted, it doesn't seem to matter. And that's because the virus is a short-term problem. It's no surprise therefore already priced into the market. So the Wall Street can look to the post-corona picture. You know, it looks pretty bright. Fourth quarter earnings season 
begins to wind down, and it was generally better than expected. This as the retailers line up to make their report. Tesla, Ford, GM, they all reopened their China auto plants. So does Foxconn, a big supplier to Apple. Toyota raises its stake in Subaru, and Slack Technology was up 15%. Then trading halted at the bell. News pending, but not yet. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Uh, you know, the, the left is always so guilty of everything that they accuse the Republican and Trump administration from. I mean, you look at that young girl that was completely humiliated and mocked to the world simply because some old, mean, nasty, you know, Republican so full of himself. Doesn't that say everything about the mindset of the establishment party? As though they're, they're rulers over us peasants. Um, but uh, they, the Democrats, that just proves again that they're not the party of women. They accuse uh, uh, the Trump supporters of being su- white supremacist and haters and violent and all this. Well, um, it's the Democrat Party that's the party of violence. You look at two things that happened over the weekend. You have Antifa, once again, up in Oregon. There's videos all over the place this weekend of a journalist, I guess, just um, uh, beat up and, you know... Um, Uh, he was beat up, he was followed, he was harassed. I mean, it was terrible what was done to a videographer. Uh, The Portland, uh, Andy No sent a request to the Portland Police Department and they said that they were basically not going to come and and do anything to help the guy. They weren't going to come and rescue him. Uh, This was also the same mob that you can see online shoved a woman in, in the path of an oncoming car. This is the Democrat Party. And this is happening on a regular basis. It's not Trump supporters. Then you've got, we talked about Gail King, how she had done this interview about uh, Kobe Bryant, in which she posed and, and began to ask this young African-American athlete about whether or not it was appropriate to discuss the case, the allegations made against him that didn't go forward because the young gal decided not to press charges. And the left is still going after her like crazy. I'm no fan of Gail King. But it is absolutely insane and off the rails how we have people like Snoop Dogg literally threatened her and said something something to the extent the extent of well let me read it live he says um, oh he called her a funky dog head blank respect the family and back off before we come get you now did you care sticks does that not seem like a physical threat before we come get you. Sure does, and what's with uh, all the dog references? Yeah, he must. That, he took a page from Joe Biden. Yeah, here's your. These are your Democrats. Say something we don't like. Ask any question. You can think it was inappropriate for Gail King to talk about it at this stage after, he, but you're going to threaten to come after some sixty-something-year-old reporter gal because you don't like her report. Here's your Democrat Party, and oh, by the way, every bit of this, this is exactly what happens under Marxism. It's all about control, and you either tow their line or they literally will physically destroy you, whether it's coming after some woman because of a report they don't like or throwing cement milkshakes on somebody. This is how, under Marxism, over 100 million people have been slaughtered. Wake up, America. As we go into New Hampshire tomorrow, Americans, I hope you all start to, to wise up and start voting this mess down and vote President Trump back in. Love you all. Many of us know how high school...